Hi there, Daniel. We hope you're navigating through your day just fine. Whether you're powering through work or taking a moment to relax, we've got some intriguing stories to share with you this Wednesday. Let's dive into what's making headlines. In the ever-evolving startup ecosystem, a new trend is emerging. Companies dedicated to helping startups shut down. Sunset and Simple Closure are among those leading the charge, providing critical support during the challenging process of winding down operations. I'm Steve Onsker, and this is the Daily Insight from PocketPod News, where we bring clarity to the complex issues of our time. I'm Jonathan Martin, and together we're here to make sense of today's top stories. Next up, Apple's ambitious electric car project appears to be hitting the brakes. Bloomberg reports that the tech giant is shifting its focus from automotive aspirations to generative AI technologies. And in sports, the U.S. women's national soccer team faces an unexpected setback with a 2-0 loss to Mexico, their first home soil defeat against a regional opponent in over two decades. Despite this, they're still pushing forward to the quarterfinals. From startups finding dignified exits, tech giants pivoting towards AI, to surprising turns on the soccer field, today's stories offer a glimpse into the dynamic shifts across industries and interests. This message is brought to you by PocketPod. Say goodbye to one-size-fits-all podcasts and hello to a fully personalized listening experience with AI-crafted podcast made just for you. Head over to pocketpod.app to join the waitlist. In the venture capital world, a new trend is emerging that's quite telling of the times we're in. Absolutely. As many startups face the harsh reality of shuttering their doors, there's a growing number of companies stepping in to help manage these closures more efficiently. Names like Sunset and Simple Closure are becoming increasingly familiar. PocketPod News business and finance correspondent Scott Dwyer joins us to dive deeper into this phenomenon. Scott, with a startup failure rate approaching 90% and global funding drying up, what's driving this surge in shutdown services? Well, Jonathan, it's a confluence of factors, really. The startup ecosystem is inherently risky. And with the current global economic climate, that risk is becoming more pronounced. As you mentioned, with a failure rate nearing 90% for startups and venture capital becoming scarcer, many young companies are finding themselves in untenable positions. This has paved the way for businesses like Sunset and Simple Closure that specialize in helping startups wind down operations efficiently. It's a trend that underscores the reality of the high failure rate among VC-backed companies and the complexities involved in shutting down a business smoothly. It sounds like these services are filling a much-needed gap in the market. Can you talk about what exactly they offer to startups looking to shut down? Absolutely, Jonathan. Companies such as Sunset and Simple Closure offer a range of services designed to streamline the dissolution process for startups. This includes managing asset auctions, negotiating debts, and facilitating asset purchase sales. Essentially, they handle the legal, financial, and logistical headaches that come with winding down operations so founders can focus on closing their business with dignity and possibly preparing for their next venture. That seems particularly valuable, given how emotionally taxing this process can be for founders. How did this niche come about? What's driving investors to back these types of services? Um, The niche emerged from a very real need within the startup community, a structured support system during what can be one of the most challenging times for entrepreneurs. Founders Brendan Mahoney and Grant Reingold started Sunset based on their personal experiences with business failures, recognizing a gap in comprehensive wind-down services. 
As for investor interest, it's largely driven by recognizing this unmet need within an increasingly volatile startup landscape. For instance, Sunset secured $1.45 million in seed funding, while Simple Closure raised $4 million after its initial $1.5 million pre-seed round. Investors like Infinity Ventures see significant market opportunity in supporting startups that make company closures less burdensome. Speaking of market dynamics and funding trends, how have these influenced startup shutdowns? Um, the downturn in global funding has had a significant impact here. After years of plentiful venture capital around 2021, there's been a stark decrease which has left many startups without crucial lifelines for survival or growth, leading naturally to an increase in shutdowns. A sample set showed 28 private companies with peak valuations over $1 billion haven't raised funds in years, a clear sign of distress. And what does this mean for the broader venture ecosystem? Well, Jonathan, it's somewhat paradoxical, but by expediting shutdown processes through services like those offered by Sunset or Simple Closure, there's potential to alleviate some pressure on the venture ecosystem as a whole. It allows entrepreneurs to move on more swiftly to new ventures while minimizing losses for investors, essentially enabling quicker rebounds from failure, which could foster innovation and resilience within the entrepreneurial community. That's fascinating. It seems like despite being about endings, there's quite an optimistic undertone in terms of beginnings, too. Exactly. It represents a shift towards acknowledging failure as part of the entrepreneurial journey and providing support structures that allow founders to learn from their experiences without being unduly burdened by them. Scott Dwyer from PocketPod News Business and Finance. Thanks so much for breaking down this emerging trend with us today. My pleasure, Jonathan. Thanks for having me. Big news from Silicon Valley as Apple pulls the plug on a project that's been the subject of speculation for nearly a decade. That's right. Project Titan, Apple's much-anticipated electric car project, has been officially canceled. The company is now steering those resources towards generative AI initiatives. To dive deeper into what this pivot means for Apple and the tech industry at large, we're joined by PocketPod News technology correspondent Alex Harmon. Alex, can you walk us through the significance of this shift? Absolutely, Jonathan. Apple's decision to shelve Project Titan, its electric car initiative, is a major development not just for the company, but for the tech and automotive industries as a whole. Since rumors of the project first leaked in 2014, there's been a lot of speculation about what an Apple car would look like and how it would shake up the automotive sector. Now, nearly a decade later, we see Apple taking a significant turn away from these ambitions. That's quite a shift. Do we know why Apple decided to cancel Project Titan? Indeed, we do. There are several key factors at play here. First and foremost, the challenges in manufacturing stood out as a considerable hurdle for Apple, a company that thrives on its expertise in computer hardware and software, but doesn't have direct experience in car manufacturing. Coupled with strategic considerations about entering an entirely new industry with established giants, it seems Apple has decided to play to its strengths instead. Speaking of strengths, let's talk about this transition to generative AI projects. Why is this move significant? This pivot is particularly noteworthy because it underscores Apple's intent to remain at the forefront of technological innovation. Generative AI is rapidly becoming a hotbed of development within the tech industry, offering vast potentials from creative content generation to sophisticated data analysis tools. 
By redirecting resources from Project Titan towards generative AI initiatives, Apple aligns itself with an area ripe for growth that leverages its existing competencies in hardware and software development. How about the team working on Project Titan? What does this mean for them? The transition may be bittersweet for many involved in Project Titan. While some team members are expected to move over to generative AI projects within Apple, it remains unclear how many will face layoffs due to their roles becoming redundant after the project's cancellation. This uncertainty points towards potentially significant internal shifts within Apple as it reallocates its focus and resources. And what has been the reaction from executives within Apple? Key executives Jeff Williams and Kevin Lynch took charge of communicating this shift directly to staff members involved with Project Titan. This direct approach likely aimed at addressing concerns and outlining next steps as clearly as possible amidst such a significant transition. Finally, can you touch on how this news has impacted Apple's stock or market perception? Despite initial concerns that such news might adversely affect investor confidence, Apple's stock experienced only a slight dip following Bloomberg's report, but remained resilient overall for the day. It seems investors might share Apple's optimism about focusing on generative AI or simply trust in the company's broader strategic vision. Fascinating insights today into what seems like a pivotal moment for Apple. Thanks for breaking it down for us so thoroughly. My pleasure, Jonathan. Glad I could provide some context on these developments. That was PocketPod News technology correspondent Alex Harmon. Thanks for joining us today. Women's soccer is under the spotlight, with the United States women's national team experiencing a rare setback. Yes, they suffered a 2-0 defeat against Mexico, marking just their second loss to Mexico in CONCACAF history. This defeat broke their 80-game unbeaten streak against regional opponents on home soil. But it's not just about one game. The sport is evolving rapidly, from the National Women's Soccer League embracing new strategies and analytics to significant developments on the international stage. Absolutely. And we're seeing changes off the field, too, like Casey Current's decision to charge an $800 season parking fee at their new stadium, sparking a broader conversation about fan accessibility in sports. PocketPod sports reporter Dustin Sherman joins us today to dive deeper into these stories. Dustin, let's start with that unexpected USWNT loss. What does this mean for the team moving forward? Well, Jonathan, that loss to Mexico was certainly a wake-up call for the USWNT. It ended an 80-game unbeaten streak against regional opponents on home soil, which is no small feat. This outcome not only raises questions about the team's defensive strategies against long-range shots, as both goals from Lisbeth Oval and Mayor Palayo Bernal exploited this vulnerability, but it also challenges the team to reassess their game plan moving forward. Given that this was only their second loss to Mexico in CONCACAF history, it's a pivotal moment for reflection and potential tactical adjustment. Interesting points there, Dustin. And speaking of adjustments, how is interim head coach Twila Kilgore's squad rotation strategy being received in light of this loss? Kilgore's approach has been a topic of much discussion. By rotating the squad throughout the tournament, she aimed to give all players opportunities while still striving for effective team execution. Despite some criticism following the loss to Mexico, Kilgore defended her strategy 
emphasizing its importance for building player experience and enhancing team dynamics. It's a long-term view focusing on developing depth within the squad and ensuring players are well-prepared for various competitive scenarios. Shifting gears a bit to the NWSL, there's been quite a buzz around the new kits released by Nike for all 14 teams. Can you share more about that? Absolutely. The new kits are designed to reflect each club's unique identity with Nike at the helm of these designs. However, fans and critics alike have had mixed reactions regarding their design quality. While some have praised Nike's efforts to individualize each team's look, others feel certain designs fell short of expectations. Nonetheless, these kits represent deeper ties between clubs and their communities, aiming to bolster fan engagement through visually appealing merchandise. Analytics seem to be playing an increasingly crucial role in NWSL strategies as well. That's correct. The league is embracing data analytics more than ever before for strategic advantages on the pitch and refining player recruitment off it. However, there's consensus among teams that while analytics offer valuable insights into player performance and team tactics, they cannot entirely replace traditional scouting methods due to soccer's inherently dynamic nature. There was also quite an uproar over KC Current's parking fees at their new stadium. Indeed. The announcement of an $800 season parking fee definitely caused sticker shock among fans and highlighted broader issues with sports stadium pricing strategies and fan accessibility. It underscores the delicate balance teams must achieve in generating revenue while ensuring their games remain accessible to a broad fan base. Lastly, can you touch on some notable international women's soccer updates? On the international um, front, there's been significant activity indicating growing interest and investment in women's soccer globally. Former Portland Thorns coach Rian Wilkinson taking over as Wales women's national team head coach is one such example. It speaks volumes about coaching mobility in women's football. Additionally, with the women's transfer record fee being broken three times in 18 months and Spain qualifying for the Olympics for the first time show how competitive and financially robust women's soccer is becoming worldwide. That covers quite a ground on what's happening in women's soccer lately. Thanks for joining us today with your insights. My pleasure, Jonathan. Always great discussing these developments with you. And that's The Daily Insight for Wednesday, February 28th, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Thank you for listening, Daniel. We hope you have a good day and we will see you tomorrow. This podcast was created by PocketPod entirely with AI. If you'd like to learn more, head over to PocketPod.app.